This is a podcast from Rover. All right, welcome back into Rural Exchange. And, uh, well, man, this is something everyone was talking about, weren't they? Uh, the Black Ferns, Rugby World Cup win. It'll go down in history for a variety of different reasons. And that victory's opened up conversations around equality and equal pay with the All Blacks. Vexed issue, but we're gonna we're gonna attack it. We're gonna we're gonna talk about it. One of Rex's good mates, Nicky Ewans, has already made it into the history books of New Zealand rugby. Was also one of the the three referee performance reviewers and selectors for this particular World Cup that we've just seen. She joins us now for a bit of a debrief. Nice to talk to you again, Nicky. How are you? Good morning, team. Oh, absolutely fantastic. Finally got the feet back down on the ground after what was a pretty epic final and obviously overall seven weeks of amazing World Cup rugby. Yeah, when you sit down and you, you take a breath and you finally reflect back on it, um, you know, an amazing event. How would you sort of rate it as a whole? I mean, you're in a reasonable position to be able to judge it, sort of being involved with referees and everything like that. You know, from from everything that surrounds something like a World Cup that goes for, you know, almost two months, how would you, where, where would you rate it or how would you assess it? I would probably say this would probably be one of the best tournaments in the history of World Cups. Obviously, I've been involved in a few, obviously way back being a player and then a referee, and I would think this just would tip the scales as being the best in terms of participation, uh, people watching, and the hype that it has brought to not only women's rugby, but women in sport in general, and getting a lot of people who weren't necessarily rugby followers uh, to actually now be followers and very keen and interested in the sport. And I'm sure a lot more young women wanting to play rugby and be involved in all aspects of the game. And I dare suggest as well that people who were rugby people, but men's rugby people, um, have come around. I know stacks and stacks of people that uh, were won over in the last couple of months. Absolutely, couldn't agree more. It's been a huge talking point, and I think it's just very refreshing and different. It's a different style of rugby that the ladies play. They bring a different energy. There's a lot more, I suppose, emotion showing with women, a little bit different from what you get from men. I mean, I don't think you'd ever get a man, a man at the end of a game encouraging the crowd to sing to Teremaina Iwi um, <laughs> like Ruby did, and just the whole aspect of how they engage both on and off the field and just the style is just really exciting and really entertaining. You, you couldn't accuse those players of being vanilla, could you? You know, there's a lot of personality there and they don't they don't mind showing it either, which is so refreshing for someone who's a sports fan and a sports watcher, Nicky. Um, you can get, it's all a little bit stayed, uh, you know, it has been for the last sort of two or three decades really, but, um, you know, real breath of fresh air. Absolutely, and I think that's what has engaged a lot of people, just even people outside of being a rugby purist, that whole emotional aspect and just to to show that they are humans, that they've got emotions and they're willing to be open and frank with them, even as much as the coach um, Smithy's interview afterwards was pretty impressive and just the way the, the whole team has engaged not only with um, non-rugby people and rugby people, just the whole community and the whole country to get behind what's been an amazing spectacle. 
So, Nikki, I I really enjoyed the game. I watched a number of the the games, um, including the semi final and the final. Um, and I'm not going to lie, I had a little bit of a tear when we won. Um, do you think that this campaign has created a new dawn for women's sport in general in New Zealand? Because there's been a lot of talk about this um, in the media since they won. Absolutely. I think it has. The big step now and the big challenge is to push through and make sure that we capitalise on what we've just seen and yep. that people making those courageous conversations and taking those next steps to actually... Um, deal to the next option of obviously maybe some equality, maybe some greater acknowledgement, maybe more money put into the sport, greater viewership, more opportunities for sports to be seen on TV. That's going to be the challenge is who's going to drive that and will it continue to keep going right through to 2025 for the next Women's World Cup and that's only three more years away and then will that flow on to other sports will other sports benefit from this we've got an amazing women's cricket team netball team football ferns team there are so many amazing female athletes it would be nice to think that the success of rugby can flow through to that as well and generate that interest uh, the public being involved and hopefully more money and more recognition for the athletes that put in all their effort and time. Well, it would certainly be nice to see that for for these women players, uh, athletes, uh, not just in rugby but in other sports as you have suggested and we can only hope that it will have flow and effects for other sporting codes. Um, but I think you kind of hit the nail on the head. Um, I don't want to be, well, maybe just to be devil's advocate a little bit, but you know, the Rugby World Cup, it's a big hype thing. It was in New Zealand. Everyone kind of gets on board when um, they, when we're te- our team is doing well. It's here. It's a bit like the America's Cup when it's here in New Zealand. You know, like people kind of get on the bandwagon. And But do you – It's can it – yeah, can it continue? And will people who watch those games, are they really going to start watching every – Black Ferns game, do you think? You know, can they hold that interest? I'm just I think because I think because the brand of rugby that the Black Ferns play, the style, the personalities, it will be a challenge for them, but I think they will be able to do it. And again, it's just how that has continued to be marketed and the opportunities that are given to the general public to stay engaged and that means more test matches for people to come and view their stars, the people that they enjoy, the opportunity for the girls to keep continuing being role models for rugby players but women in sport and like anything after a World Cup there is always challenges to keep the momentum going but I think the focus and the the drive will be for World Cup 2025 and now to retain that number one spot. And World Rugby has already said that there'll be more opportunities for test matches for all countries building towards 2025. So therefore, we would hope that it means more chances to see the girls playing either abroad or test matches at home. And then with the support of the media to promote it and for it to be seen on TV, you would hope it would still maintain that momentum and and keep those people interested.
Yeah, because then it'll attract the money and the sponsors, and that's what you need. Because I note that people have been saying, you know, like Wayne Smith, Jacinda Ardern, look, everyone's saying that the Black Ferns deserve no less than their all-black counterparts. But I think, you know, that's a lovely sentiment. What are your thoughts on that? Because I think that more sponsorship money into the women's game needs to come in before that actually becomes a reality. Or am I just off the mark there? What are your thoughts, Nikki? Uh, it would be nice to think that they would get something for their efforts and it's a tricky one because you have to grow the sport and you have to grow the sport at the level below where they are now mm. so there does need a lot of work to go into getting more girls involved at the club level to get them into rep teams to make our rep competition stronger more players involved and and exposed at like a super level and I know that there's a big push for the improved super competition for next year. This year obviously COVID had a major impact on that and I think to put the money and the rewards into the bottom to push up the cream to the top, I think that's where you have to drive it from. Um, you know, we will, might find some more Ruby Tui stars. We might find some more amazing players. But it has to, I think, come from driving from the bottom to get that improved exposure and the improvement for the rugby competition around that super level, getting the players exposed to more high-level games, more pressure, more experiences. And it may mean possibly involving our lovely neighbours Australia um, as well just to keep building for that top level. Well, the women certainly give much better interviews than the men, I think, and they um, they, they are much more entertaining and engaging, um, as you've kind of alluded to earlier, and I think if they can find a way to kind of capitalise on that and build on that, that they've kind of captured the hearts and minds because they are not afraid to show their personalities and show them their, their feelings, I suppose, like you said. Um, so, you know, I am a pretty avid sport watcher and I, I must admit um, I had not previously watched many women's rugby games but I certainly will be uh, in the future so um, an amazing result for New Zealand and for those women who have worked so hard so thank you so much Nikki um, for your input uh, here and it's been great to chat to you again Not a problem and just a quick shout out to our referee team we're outstanding like you can't have a game without the referees and our entire squad just contributed immensely to the tournament. They stuck with the guns of our motto at the beginning was being able to let the game breathe, and that's what they did. And it was lovely to know that we had no great moments where everyone was pointing the finger at the referee. The tournament went off amazingly. Yes, our finals referee, she was impressive, calm as ever, had to make some big decisions, but delivered as did all our teams on the day and from a referee perspective and I know from our group that's all we ever wanted and we're happy that we certainly ticked the box. And again, amazing profile for all those women involved as well and great kudos for our three New Zealanders also involved because they did an amazing job and for them it too was their first World Cup. Nikki, send a memo with uh, to your male counterparts in the refereeing department saying, let the game breathe. I, I Honestly, that's the most refreshing thing I've heard in ages. Uh, well done to you and everybody involved. Nikki Ewans, 
uh, involved with the recent very successful Rugby World Cup. Bex, let the game breathe, my God. If only the men's game was able to do that, it would be a completely different spectacle. And I think in saying that, she hit the nail on the head. Referees in men's games are always like a 16th player on a side, or it's a, they're always a talking point, always. The guy that's refereeing, um, you know, always has the heat put on him for something that he's done, some, you know, brainless bloody decision, not helped, of course, by the complexity of the rules, um, you know, and you just look at it and wonder how the hell that, uh, that this game actually survives. The women's game, I think she nailed it by saying that um, it was allowed to breathe and that creates much more of a spectacle for the, for the, for the crowd. So, you know, just brilliant. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> there we go. Thank you. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> Tom, so you summed it up so well. I mean, oh, they brilliant. did have no. to make some difficult decisions, though. I mean, there was a, you know, that. Yeah, know, I've got, red, the, red there's red still card. pressure. Yeah, yeah no, sure, absolutely. Yeah. There's still pressure. But the, I think she raised the, the point was they weren't the talking point, whereas so no. often in the men's game, the referees are the talking yeah, point. Yeah, no, yeah. I know what you mean. The referee is often brought up after oh. the conclusion of the game, whereas I don't think I heard that happen once. And they're all, they don't never help themselves, those bloody male rugby referees either. They're also, I'll get in trouble soon, Bex. Right. I might just, uh, well, should, we, should we go yeah. we'll go to a break? We've got AFCO weather coming up next here on Rex.